Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, a big to you all and welcome into another edition of the PHNX Feedbacks Podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of the city of Phoenix. Uh, this man next to me, of course, is my vice mayor here in town taking care of a lot of, wears a lot of hats uh, for me. He's also your Thunderstick, the one and only Jesse Friedman. Jesse, hope you had a great weekend. Yeah, I'm still disappointed, uh, appalled, frankly, that you, uh, to my knowledge, don't have purple hair underneath Correct. that uh, that have trendy Diamondbacks hat that you're wearing. I do not. I do not. It's just normal hair. I was in a parade, though, this weekend, and I did wear my sash, uh, and I did confuse a lot of people. There were a lot of discussions as I walked by about thinking that those, I thought that the mayor of Phoenix was a woman. And then there's yeah, well. some Googling, and then I'm sure <laughs> there's some questioning about who was that guy. But anyway, <laughs> you guys know who I am. And of course, uh, you guys know who Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is. It's great to have La Pina back. And of course, La Pina signing here with the Diamondbacks is our desert uh, financial credit transaction of the day. Uh, of course, big transaction here for the Diamondbacks. We know that there were a lot of questions about what the Diamondbacks were going to do to fill the hole left by Gurriel. Uh, and this is the answer by essentially keeping him here in the Valley on a three-year deal uh, worth $42 million, which doesn't seem too bad compared to potentially what the Diamondbacks would have paid for another free agent out there on, on the market. Yeah, I mean, as we said yesterday, I think it's a it's a very fair and, and reasonable price for Lourdes, given the season that he just had. He was, you know, a three-win player, according to baseball reference. He was just over a two-win player on fan graphs. Getting that guy for around $14 million a year is about what you'd expect. Um, and yeah, I think there's, there's good reason to believe I kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday. I have an article coming later today with a little bit of a deeper dive. There's some good reason to believe that Lourdes Gurriel is going to age reasonably well. And granted, you know, these things are not always linear, you know, players don't always decline like gradually or whatever. Sometimes it, it does just kind of happen all of a sudden, but looking at some of those underlying indicators on Gurriel's 2023 season, I think there's actually a lot of reasons to feel confident that he'll be a productive player moving forward, uh, which I certainly think was, was a big part in, in getting this deal done. Another big part is the fact that there weren't a lot of options that really replaced Lourdes well like there were the we no. talked about the free agency options the Diamondbacks had out there it didn't really feel like many of those options were going to bring the same wins above replacement and the same defense but specifically the def- defense uh that that Lourdes showed last year uh, and, he, and he could potentially even be better this year defensively based on the fact that he knows Chase Field better he's a bit more comfortable here a bit more comfortable with the team we also talked about the x factor here in re-signing lourdes yesterday when we spoke about this transaction on the emergency pod and we talked about it a lot that is the fact that this is a guy that has really gelled well with his teammates he has been a great clubhouse guy and was just honestly a big part of the run that they had last year there's something to be said yeah. about morale and and keeping 
the team together to try to come back and, and finish the job that they started last year. I truly believe that this was this was just a huge leader for Lourdes, just like on, on a personal level as well. I mean, he made his first all-star team. He became a U.S. citizen. He played in the World Series. And now he's coming back to a team that, by all accounts, he really enjoyed playing for. So, yeah, I have to believe just like on a personal level, Lourdes, you know, I certainly expect would be would be happy about about coming back to Arizona. And, yeah, I, going back to what you touched on about some of the alternatives on the market, that's something we didn't touch on too much yesterday. There are certainly right handed bats on the market. There are, you know, designated hitter types on the market, which yes. we still anticipate the Diamondbacks might be, you know, might be willing to add another another right-handed bat. Those guys are still out there. But in terms of what Lourdes provides, the fact that he is a very viable uh, defender, you know, in the outfield, that's something that there's there's just not a lot of in free agency. I mean, Teoscar Hernandez is out there. I don't know if that really would have made sense for the D-backs. It's probably a slightly higher price point. Then this deal with Lourdes Gurriel, the D-backs were never going to go get Cody Bellinger. I don't think we ever anticipated that. So in free agency, yeah. there just weren't a whole lot of options here. And we tried touching on options in the trade market at one point, too. And it's like, you know, do the, do the Orioles want to trade Anthony Santander? Do the Nationals want to trade Lane Thomas? Like, there were some names that came up, but they weren't guys that those teams are just, you know, obviously trying to get rid of. Right. So based on what was available in the market, it, it, I think it just kind of points to Lourdes making even more sense for the Diamondbacks. Guys with years of control were inevitably going to cost much more as far as trade assets. Then, yes. you know, obviously anybody that the Diamondbacks might have pursued on a one-year deal or, you know, one year left on their contract with their existing team, it felt like they wanted to secure the future beyond that. And, and you know, we've talked about maybe going after some of these deals, uh, the, these guys on a shorter-term deal just to limit risk, you know, and, uh, you know, try to make a run for it in 2024 but allow you, you the flexibility beyond that to maybe continue spending and bringing in some other guys. There's something to be said about bringing Lourdes here, though, for the long term. And I think, again, it, it, Chris says it with a super chat. Thank you so much, Chris. He said, this makes the Dalton Varsho trade just that much stronger. And it really yeah. does. It makes it feel like that that, that Dalton Varsho trade really did bring over a key piece that the Diamondbacks now have in their you know, in-house and was easier to keep. It's, it's like we said, it's just money, right? Money is money. Trading away assets, trading away players that could end up being very valuable uh, is is it's much scarier. There's a much higher risk there than just opening up the checkbook and keeping someone here that you already know is a quality player that already gives you, I guess, almost everything that you need in 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 a player. Right? I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that Lourdes is perfect by any stretch of the imagination, and and there might his have hair been, is perfect. His, his game is not quite necessary. Yeah, his, his defense, <laughs> even with his defense being good. There's still a lot uh, to be desired there as far as his defense goes. Sometimes, in, you know, it's it's because, like I've said, he's, it looks like a baby giraffe out there playing outfield. But <laughs> he was a very good baby giraffe last year. Uh, and the man continues to just, uh, you know, improve. I think Jesse brought up how streaky he's been. And obviously, that's a concern. Maybe yeah. that's something that they can help him with maybe as he gets more comfortable. We see him have some of the numbers that he has put up uh, at other times in his career. I mean, he was a he hit over 300 at one point for one season in his career. So I think that he is, he can be a bit more consistent as far as a hitter. Last year wasn't even his best year as far as offensive numbers go. wasn't even close to his best year. But uh, he could get back there once he gets comfortable and once he's you know here in Arizona for another season. And I'm looking forward to, to seeing that. I, I just also think, too, that there's something 
that that there I don't know if there really was an upgrade out there necessarily a guy that you're yeah truly you were feel trying like. to do better than Guriel. I don't I mean you're, yeah Cody Bellinger wasn't an option to Oscar Hernandez I just don't think it would have made sense to spend more money for a player who you could argue is not really better than than Lourdes Guriel at this stage so yeah this this move this move absolutely makes a lot of sense although I I will stand by what I said yesterday in that. I still think the Diamondbacks need to add a designated hitter in order for me to really feel like this was, uh, you know, clearly the best thing for them to do. I'm not sure if Lourdes over J.D. Martinez makes sense, but Lourdes and J.D. Martinez is an ideal scenario, uh, or at least, you know, one of the ideal scenarios that, that could exist out there for them. I also I thought it was interesting. Uh, Ken Rosenthal wrote a column last night, and in talking about this move, he talked about how the Diamondbacks are kind of going with what is familiar uh, to them in some ways. Eduardo Rodriguez was a guy that they had familiarity with going back to Boston. Of course, Lourdes, certainly also a player that there's familiarity with, given that he was a Diamondback this past season. And Ken also mentioned J.D. Martinez and how the Diamondbacks could go even further down that road yeah. in getting another player that they're familiar with. So that seems to be... Uh, you know, kind of a, a big part of, of what they've done so far this offseason. The other downside to Lourdes staying besides his streakiness that we know, you know, he he is kind of falls into at times is the fact he'll be that the best hitter in baseball one month and then the worst a couple months later. Correct. That's basically what happened Correct. between May and July. Yes. Uh, it also <laughs> means that Corbin Carroll is a right fielder for the foreseeable future, most yes. likely with Guriel being there yeah. in, in left. And that's not great. People, I don't think, loved seeing Corbin Carroll's arm in in right field, which is which is understandable. You know, when you've got Kyle Schwarber going first to third in the NLCS, oh, that's God. not that's that's not an not, that's not an ideal an ideal situation. So yeah, that that is undeniably a downside here. I guess the silver lining is that Lourdes does have a good arm. I know that you know being in left field. It maybe doesn't pop quite as much, but for a left fielder, Lourdes does have a good arm. I think he was 77th percentile in arm strength this past season. So that is a bit of an asset that kind of maybe helps balance out Corbin's uh, shortcomings in that area. Yeah. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, you're not going to have a perfect team. And this is just one compromise that I think the Diamondbacks had to make. Meanwhile, when it comes to J.D. Martinez, there it seems to continue to kind of be a building you know, rumor, I guess, or building feeling that that him to coming to Arizona is a true possibility. But John Morosi did not exactly feel that way. It was interesting. Yeah, he did a segment on MLB Network this morning where he talked about what the Diamondbacks have done, and and you know, he expressed a lot of a lot of positivity about the offseason that they've had, which certainly can understand where he's coming from. But he was asked on that segment, you know, is, is J.D. Martinez or Justin Turner like or one of these guys next? And he was a little hesitant. He was a little more hesitant than I maybe would have expected. Uh, he talked about the variety of other teams that are also interested in those guys and how the Diamondbacks might be might not be the highest bidder when all is said and done, which, you know, certainly no one was guaranteeing that the D-backs were going to get one of those guys. But you know, based on other reports we've seen, the fact that Ken Rosenthal mentioned J.D. Martinez, the fact that Jeff Passan in his tweet yesterday, you know, talked about how the D-backs are still looking for a power hitting D.H., 
there's not there's only so many guys in the market that really fit that profile. It leads me to believe that the D-backs are still I wouldn't rule it out. I like I wouldn't be too scared off by John Morosi's comments, although they they certainly were not super, super positive in, in that regard. Elise in the chat says Morosi said JD is also on a plane to Toronto. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bob Nightingale countered that by saying that JD is not on a plane <laughs> He's to not Toronto. On a plane, JD no. is in Southern California in his home in LA. <laughs> Uh, we we appreciate <laughs> which you, very well maybe maybe true maybe, maybe, maybe I mean, true. he does, I mean, he does <laughs> live in true. LA right presumably I don't know uh, Martinez projected uh, MLB trade rumors has him projected to go at two years forty million Fangraph says one year twelve quite a difference there that is a huge Fangraphs yeah. <laughs> Fangraphs tends to be on obviously on the on the more conservative side whereas trade rumors I mean does kind of. Uh, project things based on the market and 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 what they're hearing at times. Uh, they that that's a lot of money though. Two years, forty million for JD Martinez. I'm just not sure if he's gonna get quite that. Um, they also have Justin Turner projected at one year, sixteen million. Fangraphs has one year, twelve million. So both could be. I mean, still in play if Fangraphs is correct. I can't believe that Fangraphs has both J.D. Martinez and Justin Turner at one year, 12 million. It seems pretty clear, at least from my standpoint, that J.D. Martinez is the more desirable of the two. He's younger and he was considerably more productive uh, in 2023. Although, granted, he didn't play quite as many games as Justin Turner made. Um, Yeah, I mean, the Fangraphs number, I think, is like a crowdsource thing. So I think it's sort of the result of a survey and then they kind of take the average of all the different results. So it's not an exact science necessarily. But yeah, I mean, two years, 40 million for J.D. Martinez. That's MLB Trade Dreamers prediction, as you mentioned. That seems maybe a little steep for where I would expect the Diamondbacks to be willing to go. Um, By all indications, there is a willingness to add further. Are they willing to add 20 million in AAV? That I don't know. That I that I'm not so sure. We did hear from Nick Pecoro yesterday over the Arizona Republic that Lourdes is making 10 million in 2024, not 14. Uh, so there is a bit of a discount in the first uh-huh. year. Shohei, you're not the only one that can structure your contract to benefit the team. So I, I mean, I believe, I imagine that that helps the Diamondbacks sure. in their pursuit for other players. But also the fact that they did that with both Eduardo Rodriguez and. Lourdes Gurriel kind of makes me wonder if they're 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 willing to commit money more in the long term than just in in 20. Like, do they have 20 million more to spend on 2024? I see what you're saying, because we know that part know. of that is is waiting for Mad, Madison Bumgarner's contract to fall off. Right. And exactly. Melanson's, you know, I know that his isn't nearly what, you know, uh, Bumgarner's is. But yeah, they, they do have some money on the books that they're waiting to fall off next year. And, and that could definitely uh, be the reason I, I'm sure that's the reason they're structuring it the way that it is. Yeah. Uh, but it could also mean like what you're saying is that they don't really have more money to spend. They're just structuring it like that due to those contracts that they're still <laughs> JD signs a, signs a two year, $35 million deal. And yeah. It's 2 million in 2024 and 33 and 2025. Right. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the, go. that's the trend these days there. <laughs> let's do it. Push those bills, uh, push those bills to the future. Right? Well, and I know, okay. So Justin Turner declined a $13.4 million player option with the Red Sox. But part of that is the fact that he receives a $6.7 million buyout <laughs> just to decline the player. Yeah. Option? Which is outrageous. That's yeah. Outrageous. I, don't, I don't know why. I would <laughs> I absolutely decline that because yeah even if he gets 12 million that's still uh 18.7 versus the 13 for the red Sox, like 
honestly a little surprising that they declined this in some ways because for them the difference was 6.7 million right they were either going to play him they were either going to pay him 6.7 million to pay to play somewhere else Just which not is what they the chose yeah. or they were going to pay him 13.4 to come back and play for them so yeah what does but, that mean to you what does that say to you well i mean he declined the option though Right. Yeah, he declined the option. So it's him the one declining it. But he still gets the buyout. Yeah. Which is yeah, yeah, it's a pretty favorable. I think construction I mean, for obviously, him. yeah, it's a situation that's definitely favorable for him. And I think the idea here is is that even if he goes with the lower end here, he could get trade rumors saying one year sixteen million. That's that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's if he gets one year sixteen million, like, he's he, gonna make almost twenty five million dollars yeah. as a thirty nine year old, which is crazy. which is wild. God good, good for you. good for Justin Turner. Put that good, money good away in the savings. Turner. Don't don't spend it all. I'm just I'm just telling you now. But I don't think it's gonna be sixteen million. My my gut is that Justin Turner will sign for less than that, and I do think that you're gonna have some confidence. It's only a one year commitment with Turner, whereas JD, it's a little unclear. Fangraphs has the one year, and and Trade Rumors has two years. I wouldn't be surprised if it takes two years there um, at maybe even a slightly higher dollar value per year. So uh, Justin Turner is clearly the more affordable option of the two. Well, we just had uh, MLB all or all MLB, uh, the inaugural all MLB weekend in Las Vegas. Our guy, Corbin Carroll, was there living his absolute best life. So was that Gallon, who I'm sure was still studying uh, stuff and regarding pitching while he was there. Zach <laughs> Allen stayed in. Corbin Carroll went out and partied, I'm sure. But I'm sure neither one of those things are true. Corbin Carroll is a machine that that never takes a day off. But very, very cool to see Zach Gallon and Corbin Carroll honored with the All-MLB Awards. Corbin Carroll joins Mookie Betts and Ronald Acuna Jr. for the National League outfield. And Zach Gallon joins Garrett Cole, Blake Snell, Shohei Otani, and Spencer Strider. And I guess, wait, that's not even the NL. That's the all MLB team. Yeah, this so is all MLB. All yeah. MLB yeah. team. So Zach Gallen, uh, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Corbin Carroll, one of the best outfielders in baseball. And that's at least what this uh, honors them for. So very cool to see them out there getting that recognition. Uh, and, you know, like I said, living it up in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, they really did it up this year. Like oh, the this chain? was, a, yeah, the chain this was, was incredible. This was a pretty big event for MLB. I I feel like they maybe could have done a better job marketing like when it was happening. Yeah. At least this this like even as someone who works in the industry, this was an event that I was like, oh, that's happening tonight. Yeah. I did not realize Say that. This about any baseball event, no, that's you probably you can, fair because yeah. and the NFL <laughs> makes everything into a gigantic deal that you can't. You can't miss it. You don't know. There's no way for you to avoid yeah. knowing that it's going on. We discussed this, these all MLB, because this is a new award. So we discussed this when it was revealed, when they discussed what it was going to be, you know, and, and when when this was going to take place. But like Jesse There's said, a fan, yeah. there was a fan vote as a, as a component of this. Yeah. So, yeah, we talked about, like, getting out there and casting your ballots. And from that standpoint, uh, kind of impressive here that the Diamondbacks got two players uh, you know, who wound who wound up being a part of this. Corbin Carroll beat out a lot of pretty pretty good outfielders like Aaron. Like at least said the entire American League. He beat out the entire yeah, American my, League. That was I had the same thought that you did when I first saw it. I was like, oh, this must be like an NL AL thing. Yeah. And I just didn't realize because these are all NL outfielders. And then I realized, no, it's no, just especially looking just, at those pitchers. They yeah. just all have yeah, they just all happen to be in the National League. So yeah, I mean, good for Corbin Carroll, like Mookie Betts and Ronald Acuna. I mean, there's no there's no better company than those two guys. Yeah. I mean, those are 
uh, you know, obviously finished very high in MVP voting. Ronald Acuna won the thing. So, yeah, that's a pretty pretty solid company for Corbin Carroll at, at age 23. I'm going to say this. Corbin Carroll is getting all of the recognition as a star here in Arizona that Paul Goldschmidt did not get. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the Paul thing Goldschmidt that feels... didn't play in the World Series, right? Well, I guess that's probably that's a part fair. of it. That's fair, but I'm also saying, like, it feels like Corbin Carroll is getting his flowers uh, at all times in a way, like you said, that it's impressive because, yes, this is an award for all of Major League Baseball, and this was a fan vote. So typically the bigger markets, the bigger market teams, they get to vote their guys in, even if they're not worthy of something like this in some cases. And this just – this not only feels right, but it feels very cool for Gallon and Carroll that – that you know we're not kind of stuck in that position. Like the Diamondbacks as a franchise aren't stuck in that position where our players aren't getting recognition. That that was a very frustrating experience for us when it came to Paul Goldschmidt. Like Goldie was one of those guys where we knew what he was doing, but it didn't it didn't really feel like it transcended yeah. over to the entire baseball it's world. It's a very valid point. And Carroll has just lit the baseball world on fire since the minute that that he started this season. I mean. Yeah. I dyed my goddamn hair purple because I did not believe they were going to have a winning record in the month of April. By the way, we need to get on track with that. There's a lot of talk. We're going to get questions about my hair being purple. We got to make bets. I made a bet that I didn't think that they would that they would achieve. And now, look at me. Look at me. Look how foolish I look after they went to the World Series this year doubting this team. But again, that's the thing is, is that it does feel like the narrative. And yes, going to the World Series definitely helps. It's going to help create a name for especially the 23-year-olds on this team yeah. that will now receive that recognition going forward because people have seen them on a national stage and know who they are. But Corbin uh, was also just, he was more on people's radars like when he first came up because he was just this young stud first-round pick who you know was near the top or at the top of prospect list. Paul Goldschmidt wasn't that guy. I mean, he was an eighth-round draft yeah, pick. Yeah. Keith Law hated his guts when he was called <laughs> up. No, I didn't I didn't go that far. But that, that's there, were, there were scouts assessment. who were very skeptical of what Paul Goldschmidt would be at the big league level. Very true. And, uh, yeah, Goldie, unfortunately, was not a part of – many great diamondbacks teams uh you know he first came up was kind of part of that 2011 team played a role there and then it was all the way until 2017 when the d-backs made the playoffs you know made some fun memories goldie hit a big home run in the in that wild card game but they didn't go deep i mean they just won that one game and, and that was the end of the story so you can definitely feel that corbin carroll's brand uh, even though he's not, you know, a totally out there personality and yeah. kind of kind of a similar way as, as Goldie, but, you know, just his speed and his athleticism, there's just something about his game and the fact that he's so young that that just really appeals to people, I think. And, and it put him on the map. I mean, it just it put him on the map. And like you said, yeah. I think that's the that's the more surprising part is he is not he doesn't really like the recognition, right? Like he's not like that kind of guy. He, he kind of shies away from questions about his own personal achievements and things that he does. He doesn't, he's humble in that way. And I think that makes it even more surprising that the more, the more humility he shows, the more people want to heap the praise upon him. Like, no, 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 I'm I'm just a guy, you guys. No, 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 you're not. You're a damn superstar. You know, that's kind of (laughs) what it's felt like, but um, he is, and he's our superstar and he'll be here for a long time. So that's fun. Uh, Another great, uh, part i guess of the valley that's been here for a long time arizona lottery and their holiday scratchers have absolutely been a part of the valley shopping experience here during the holiday season for a very long time always been my favorite 
gift to get around this time of the year. It could be a great stocking stuffer, of course, if you're a procrastinator like Mr. Jesse Friedman. It's a great last-minute gift that no one will do, be disappointed with. Scratch your start at just $1, and top prizes can uh, can top out at $500,000. So make sure you give it to somebody you feel like deserves that kind of gift because giving someone a half a million dollars, sometimes sometimes they're not worthy of it. So make sure you pick the right person. But again, make great stocking stuffers and perfect gifts this holiday season. So go out and get your holiday scratchers today. Find a retailer like our friends at Circle K near you at ArizonaLottery.com. Must be 21 or older to play. Uh, and this holiday season can be very stressful. We should all be respectful of that when it comes to what we're all going through during this holiday season. I know it's supposed to be fun. It's joyful, but it's not always that. Sometimes it's just all stress uh, for some. So a great way to relieve that stress is with our friends from Wink Seltzers, which are available for consumers to buy uh, directly to their doorsteps at drinkwink.com. That's W-Y-N-K-Y-N-K.com. Uh, the product is a THC and CBD beverage in each can. It comes with two and a half milligrams of THC, and they also have five milligram cans now available. There's zero sugar and zero calories. It's a great alternative uh, to an alcoholic seltzer. It tastes just like your favorite flavored seltzer drinks. Again, without sugar, without the calories, without the alcohol. They taste crisp, clean, and refreshing with zero hangovers the next day. And of course, they can definitely help with those stressful family situations this holiday season. So buy them in a 12, 24, and variety pack right now. Use promo code PHNX for additional 50% off. That is five zero. So get yourself uh, a gift this holiday season for sure. Uh, we appreciate you guys, of course, being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, make sure to do so now. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our wonderful shows go on live, like when the Coyotes are just hanging out in Bill Armstrong's living room in the most scenic damn shot we've ever had in the history of this company. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, another Thing to remind you guys all of is uh, this just confirms this Lourdes move just confirms that every year on this show is our year and every year for the Diamondbacks <laughs> is our year every month on this show is Black History Month every month on this show Women's History Month every month on this show also Black Women's History Month it's also Pride Month all the time around here it's also Shark Week every single week <laughs> every single day is Earth Day Derek how do we celebrate all these holidays we do I'm gonna tell you why because see people always ask me that they're like why do, do you recognize do all these how people? is this all recognized all the time you know why because we don't wait for a specific month or day to give someone their flowers we give flowers out all the time year round and no special occasion because if you earned it you deserve your flowers just like corbin carroll for that all mlb team uh that's a big that that's big flowers yeah every year is corbin carroll's year on this show but all that after i've said all of that the most important thing here is that every monday is mailbag monday and every monday you know what we do damon shall we Always something interesting in my mailbox. I try to get to everything in my mailbox. And then once in a while, there's a letter that makes me go, wow, wow, my mailbox. All right. Well, we got we got Cogs is in the house here. That's a very surprising thing to see over to my <laughs> Are lap. we really surprised? No, though? we're I mean, not. Come on. It was only a matter it's of time Santa before Cogs. Cog, yeah. Santa Cogs just showed up yeah. in the office. We got our first <laughs> question here from the mailbag, though. Damon, what do we got for our first mailbag question? Do you got it? Oh, Damon. Damon. Da oh, Damon. All right. <laughs> it took us a while to get there, but we got Gabriel. Uh, we got a couple of these, actually. I guess this question and question two are kind of related, but Gabriel at Bold as Bronze asks, will Papa, J.D. Martinez in parentheses, come home for the holidays? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I guess that's... Uh, 
that's a question I need to know, Jesse. Will Papa come home for the holidays? Uh, I, I think the big thing here is uh, the Spencer asks, uh, I think it's Spencer, uh, asks a very similar question here uh, also. And it's basically similar. Is J.D. Martinez the DH that the Diamondbacks are going to go after? Uh, are there other options at DH? I mean, obviously, there's other options. We know it's not just J.D. Martinez. Yeah. It's not just Justin Martinez, Turner. Justin Turner, Mitch Garver, Jorge Soler. Uh, Tom Murphy is one of the more kind of low key options. You could, you know, do some catching as well. Bring back Tommy Pham, I guess, to make this list. It's a pretty long list of options, and people might have JD Martinez at the top of the list. And I can certainly understand why that would be the case. I don't know whether JD Martinez is, is coming home for the holidays, Derek, but a lot of it is going to depend, as a lot of things this offseason, on how far are the Diamondbacks willing to extend this payroll at the end of the day. With the Lourdes move, they're already approaching $140 million. I think uh, their internal figure, according to Nick Pecoro, is slightly north of 140 It kind of depends on what you're counting. But they're going to probably... Ain't Money ain't a thing. They're going to get close to 160 or even past 160 if they sign J.D. Martinez. I just don't think it's going to be possible to do it any other way. And that's a pretty big number for them. Like when they talk about having the biggest payroll in franchise history in 2018, I think their opening day payroll was like 131-ish, something in the lower 130s. Yeah. So that would be a bullish move. But based on what we've seen and what's been reported, can't rule it out. It sounds like the Diamondbacks still want to be aggressive. They seem they seem to be uh, staying aggressive. My I like Michael B. What he said here because I think the one thing about a DH could be that it needs to fill multiple roles potentially and michael said sign tom murphy to back up gabby and dh and i think really when you talk about potential dh option options that might need to be a factor because if they are yeah. going to spend the money they're not going to have this, the money to also then get a backup catcher of quality that you know isn't more of an emergency backup catcher but someone that can actually share time with gabby so that he doesn't have to you know, catch 140 plus games, you know, there's a good chance he's going to catch a lot, but they definitely don't want him catching that much. Um, There was talk in the chat. A thip knob said, will they actually try to fix the bullpen? I will fight you. I will find you (laughs) and I will fight you. This is the one year. What are we doing? We don't have to fix the bullpen. The bullpen is fine for now. We have lots of other things to fix besides the bullpen. bullpen. Got us into our deep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, it was. Time. How dare you, 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 you cast that shade on T-Time's name? <laughs> it was the best thing about the Diamondbacks in September and October. Like they did some other things pretty well, too, at times. But their bullpen was the best thing about them in crunch time, uh, you know, when they really needed to win games. And yeah, moving forward, we've talked about this a little bit. I don't view the Diamondbacks bullpen as being elite going into 2024, but I do view it as being formidable, uh, you know, this is the first time where you can go into the season and kind of have a good sense of who's the seventh inning guy, who's the eighth inning guy, who's the closer. Those roles are pretty much already ironed out. I do think they'll look to add some depth to the bullpen, but it would probably take the form of you know minor league deals or guys who have a chance to make the team but are going to kind of have to show it in spring training. I don't think you'll see any major additions to this bullpen at this point. Uh, the other part of that question, I think, uh, Damon, here with Spence, he asked, what do you think it'll take to get J.D. Martinez? How many years and how much money do you think it would take to land J.D.? 
I know we have our projections out there. What do you think, in your opinion, it's going to take? What, what if, if a deal did get done? Yeah, with the Diamondbacks. I think it's probably going to be two years. If I had to guess, I just, I mean, JD, if you like, he played 115 ish games with the Dodgers this past season. Obviously, you'd you'd maybe like for a DH to be able to be in there a little bit more than that. Yeah. But I mean, he had 33 homers and drove in over 100 in like two thirds of a season. I mean, those are really good numbers. And he is he is aging, certainly, but he's still about four years younger, three or four years younger than Justin Turner. That probably works in his favor as well with Turner getting a one year deal. I would if I were, you know, J.D. Martinez's agent, I would be pushing for a second year there. I don't think it'll go to 40 million, which is what MLB trade rumors had. My guess is like two and 32, something in that range seems pretty reasonable to me. Yeah, I would agree. All right, what else we got, Damon? Uh, Ed Helinski at Mr. Ed315 on Twitter asks, and looking at the D-backs 40-man roster now, what letter grade do you assign it now, and what should Santa bring to upgrade the team? Well, I mean, we've talked a lot about DH, but if I'm being honest, uh, really, I would like Santa to bring us another starting pitcher. I know. Wow. I know. That's it's Getting asking greedy. too much. Getting greedy. Yeah, so <laughs> greedy. I mean, it is this time of the you year. You want Yamamoto, kids. don't you, Derek? You know I want Yamamoto. <laughs> uh, but I mean, honestly, I think that another starting pitcher. But if I'm uh, if I'm assessing a letter grade to the to the team right now, it's hard to give them anything other than a B plus, and it's hard to give their transactions during the offseason anything less than an A. Like, sure. I, I don't want to go crazy and be like, this is an A plus roster. But, I mean, one more addition could move it in, at the roster as a whole into the A range for sure. And there's yeah. still some, there's still some, you know, obviously some guys within the organization that can help fill the roles like what I'm talking about with the starting pitcher. Like, I still have a lot of faith in Tommy Henry and Ryan Nelson in their development. I still think that there's other wild cards that we haven't seen yet, like a Blake Walston, and don't know how he might factor in for a starting role position. But... I, I think, again, Jesse's been stressing this. I, I, if you really want this team to look improved from last year, we need a power bat. We need a power bat at, at DH. And, one, one more. Yeah. And then that's that's the thing that I think is really going to push them over the edge as far as being uh, or maintaining a good contender status. You know, that's yeah. – people are already very much – like Jeff Passan, a lot of the best minds in baseball have already applauded the Diamondbacks quite a bit for not only – the moves they've made, but for keeping up with the spending that's going on, Major League Baseball, they're up there spending with the top teams so far this offseason, and and that's not something many of us expected to see. We saw some comments on our. There were a bunch of comments on our uh, on our podcast, our emergency podcast yesterday when the Lourdes move first broke, and yeah, I mean, even I was kind of blown away at how many people were saying like man, it's fun to be a fan of this baseball team right now. Like, man, it's fun to be a Snakes fan. And and you can, I totally get it. Like, there's a reason why people like Jeff Passan are coming out and saying, you know, this is the way that it should be. You go to the World Series and you invest in the team and you try to get better. That is what the Diamondbacks have done. And granted, they're they're not going to go to the level that that some teams will go. But there's clearly a a desire here to to be aggressive. And we've certainly seen that this offseason. And um, you know, doing what we do every day. It's it's fun for me to, you know, to see people get this excited about the team that I cover on an everyday basis. It makes our job a lot more a lot more fun and interesting that the Diamondbacks right now are about as popular as they've been in a long time. There's just a lot of people who have a positive view of this team right now. To actually answer the question, the 40-man roster, uh, yeah, I think it's in a good place. I'd probably go maybe something like a B at this point. 
I do think there are some some depth. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say issues, but just some things to shore up yeah. on the depth front. Yeah. You still need a, a solution um, at catcher. You probably want to add a piece there. I think the outfield depth is pretty solid with you know Jake McCarthy and Dominic Fletcher kind of profiling as your fourth and fifth outfielders at this point. Uh, but on the infield front, I think there's there's maybe some work that could be done there. Uh, there's not a whole lot of guarantees maybe beyond the starting four guys. You've got Manuel Rivera, you have Jace Peterson, you have Jordan Lawler, uh, Diego Castillo, and Blaze Alexander are also on the 40-man. You don't really know what you're going to get exactly from a lot of those guys. Sure. So that would yeah, those are some of the reasons why I wouldn't necessarily go A here, but it's it's clearly in a good place. All right, what else we got? Amen. Next question comes from Karen, our favorite groundhog mama, and she says, Santa Cogs <laughs> wants to know, have you been naughty or nice? Well, and Jesse, this is where and this is where Santa Cogs actually Jesse, are, have you been naughty or nice this I don't know. I don't know. Is that for me? Is that for me? To, is that guy. for me to decide? Yeah, it's our favorite baby boy cog. Uh, one and only. Uh, what? Uh, like I think our only fan that has won King Snake, right? I think Let's that's go. true. What do yeah. you got? I come. I come bearing gifts. What? I think uh -oh. you've been nice. Oh, oh wow! Let's oh go, gosh. Jesse. All right, I'm gonna go first because oh, no, no way Derek's been nice. Yeah, no. Yeah, way. this seem, you seem like an excessively uh, generous. Uh, oh my Santa god, Cog. it's exactly what I wanted this holiday season. It's the Corbin Carroll bobblehead. Let's go. What'd go. you get, Jesse? All right. Have you been nice? Yours is coal. Yeah, mine You're, might if, be. Even if you got a box and you got to open it up, I bet there's coal inside. Uh, just like like double layer. Yeah, exactly. Got here. You All noticed right. there was no preference on who got it, but I. Oh, let's go. Gallon. We got let. Look got at this. Zach Gallon Look at this. It's like you knew what we wanted. Thank you, my friend. Of course. Thank you, Appreciate Cogs. it, buddy. Appreciate you. Uh, Cogs, what are your thoughts so far on the offseason moves? I think this is awesome. I'm so surprised that they've actually put a bunch of money in the team. I know at the beginning of the offseason, we saw like maybe we'll spend maybe 20 million, you know, maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah. But they've gone all in and they've said that they're not done, which is super exciting to see that. I, I think Jorge Soler or JD Martinez is like the icing on the cake. And then we can make the World Series. And we're not going to lose this time. We're going to win the World Series this time. There we go. That's our guy. Hell That's yeah. our guy, we're gonna, we're gonna yeah, hold you Santa to Cogs. it, Cogs. <laughs> Cogs said the Diamondbacks are winning the World Everybody Series as long as they get one of those guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Cogs. Yeah, we, we appreciate you. We needed we needed Cogs today. Uh, Gabriel says no Turbo Man doll. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Uh, <laughs> but oh man, that's great. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, and of course, we appreciate all of you guys uh, for being here. If you're physically here, if you are here in the chat, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Can you imagine if we had like a like, like a, an in person audience? What do they call? Yeah, a gallery. Is that yeah. what they call it oh man that would be the best that but. would be that would be pretty fun um, well, although that, people would be like throwing things at us while yeah we no that's show. true I don't know. I don't you know especially like you know things would turn yeah. people would start booing you like yes, the college i would game be, day crowd. I would be yeah. booed on a on a regular basis for elizabeth sure. wants to know when cogs <laughs> becomes the third co-host well we need him to show up on his first it's, day of work yeah, as a beat yeah, writer first we, we, we got to get some conversations first. behind the scenes about his work ethic and so forth but yeah, you know, we'll get we'll get a fix if you're willing to skip school more often we'd be in a better place yeah that's the key as well yeah right yeah. Well, <laughs> unpaid you got to skip school you got to do a lot there's a lot of sacrifices you have to make around here but uh tell you what one way to make up that money you might lose from coming and being our third co-host is to check out bet mgm uh, you can download their sportsbook app now you can make yourself a bet and if your bet loses you'll get up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets uh, all you gotta do download the app or visit betmgm.com 
Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your newly created sportsbook account. Use our code of PHNX. Place your first wager and be, uh, receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. If the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once your wager is settled. Of course, uh, great time to get down on the same game parlays, NFL football. Uh, I guess the, I'm a Cardinals fan, so they're telling me there's a couple of weeks left. I don't really know anymore. Why, what's the point of paying attention? But uh, <laughs> I will tell you this. You can sign up. Derek, for the, you're ruining Damon's livelihood. I really this am. I'm, I'm attacking other beats show now. Five look, days a week. If, if, if Damon's heart, if you think that breaks Damon's heart to make that comment, it breaks my heart Listen, even more man, to have to have said it out of my mouth. They're 3 and 11. What else can you say? I, I know. What yeah, can you it's say? Pretty, it's pretty rough. Yeah, t- tank season is here. That's what you say. Cut off Marvin those sleeves. Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. for the win. But, of course, uh, sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. You can play some future bets. There's all sorts of great options uh, there as well. Place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the mobile application of at least $10. If that bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. 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 Uh, well, the <laughs> we're we're better at we this. Had, we should have had we, we should have had cogs. We should have had cogs in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty soon we will do harmony. We'll do yeah, it in we'll, different yeah, keys. We'll get, we'll get four. We'll get four of us on the mic. But you have just using one mic, like the Temptations used to do. Uh, all right. If you're a diehard, we thank you for being a diehard. If you're not a diehard yet, get yourself a diehard membership. That's the best gift you can give yourself this holiday season, or give it to someone else. It makes a great present under the tree. Get that free shirt. That free shirt for PH phnxlocker.com and so much more uh so sign up today over at gophnx.com uh we got some more mailbag monday questions what else we got there damon next question comes from michael and michael wants to know this is michael rokicki uh who did not believe in my michael hazen draft we got we got trounced on that by jacob by the way our, our, yeah that was Mike so hazen ridiculous yeah. he took two catel Marte transactions i don't understand how people we're just all about and his the team. the second anyway. one is so unknown, Derek. Oh, man. It's, we're in like year, we're like not even technically in the could, first year of that extension. We're just yet. using Michael's question to vent about your guys' bad voting and everybody voting for Jacob. But Michael wants to know, will Derek dye his hair purple again now that Lourdes is back? And uh, yeah, I don't. Will he? I don't think so. I don't think Derek will dye his hair and get purple again now that Lourdes is back. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't think Lourdes is going to dye his hair purple. I think we're going to see Lourdes with a completely new hair color. I think for the 2024 season, Lourdes is going to join Gabby and go they're lime gonna, green. They're going to go green? I think they're going to go lime green. So and does that go, mean So that means you go lime green? If they go green. lime green, I'm going lime green. Okay. Okay. But they, I, we have to, there has to be a bet. They have to, they have to do something. They sure. have to win. I, I haven't looked at the schedule yet. Do they have an easy schedule in April? Where can I push them? Where can I motivate them with my actions? Mm. Yeah, I haven't looked too closely at the schedule yeah, yet. We'll April, have to do if, that at some point. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure the hair out. But most likely, no, purple is gone forever. But we'll see what happens. What else we got, Damon? 
Next question comes uh, from King Snake Cogs, who asks, if Pena were to ditch the purple hair, what do you want to see him change the color to? Well, I just gave that away. I think I was one step ahead on that question. But, yeah, it's the green, the lime green. Uh, I could see there's there's been a lot of talk about uh, hair colors in the chat. Maybe that Gabriel Moreno goes teal and, and Lourdes goes, like, red. I don't know. Oh. There could be some things in there. I'm interested yeah. to see what's. What do you think? Get on board with the the new color scheme. What about what if yeah, he just I went like completely crazy and did one of those like you know where they make their hair look like like leopard skin? That Something sounds like that. that sounds terrifying. Yeah, it's wild. I don't know how they do that, but maybe he has a lot of volume. I have the opposite of whatever a lot of volume. Did is. he he complimented the volume of your hair? Right? He did not. No, no, he actually insulted the volume oh, of my did. hair. It was the other direction. I he forgot said, about. He that, said I yeah. needed more volume, as if I wasn't trying hard enough <laughs> to have. Thick and luxurious hair. Yes. I would love to have more volume, guys. I think that's only going to happen by transplant or fake hair at this point. But yeah, no, well, Istanbul. Oh man, let me tell you, that was that was that was, that was a rough one. He 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 hit me right in my feels when it came to things I'm I'm concerned about in my own life. What else we got, Damon? Uh, Rick uh, Rickai, beer guy, the beer guy uh, asks any minor leaguer who didn't play last year in the majors you can see making a contribution this year. Absolutely. I still think that they have some guys in the system. And honestly, even even some of the guys that have contributed, they maybe weren't making a big splash in the minors, like Andrew Saulfrank, for yeah. instance. Andrew Saulfrank didn't didn't have the most buzz about him in the minor league system, but ended up being a huge contrib- contributor down the stretch for this team. Yeah, I think it's, it's more so guys that you have already seen in the majors uh, that I would expect to contribute next season. Um, yeah, guys like Andrew Saul, Frank, Jordan Lawler certainly fits this list. Slade Ciccone, Bryce Jarvis, some of those young pitchers that we caught a glimpse of toward the end of the season. Those guys, I think there's there's totally an avenue for those guys to play a fairly significant role in, in 2024. As far as guys you haven't seen yet in the majors, I'm not sure the list there is all that long. Uh, there are a few that come to mind. Blaze Alexander, as I mentioned earlier, he's on the 40-man roster I don't think he has a whole lot left to prove in AAA at this point. Agreed. Seems like he'll he'll probably get an opportunity here in the majors at some point. I mean, if he doesn't, he's going to be like one of those 35-year-old minor leaguers before we know it. Like, it feels like Blaze Alexander. <laughs> he's not quite that old yet. But, but yeah, but here's yes. my mailbag question. Could we see a world where they want Jordan Lawler to develop a little bit more and get regular ABs and Blaze Alexander is the backup? Yes. Yeah, I, th- yes. I think that's reasonable depending on, on what happens in AAA. Um, and what happens with Jordan Lawler at a major league level? I mean, he definitely struggled offensively, you know, and and who's to say what we would have gotten out of Nick Ahmed versus Jordan Lawler there, there down the stretch, right? I'm, and I'm not even joking about that. I'm 100% serious, yeah. right? Like, I'm, I'm to say. Nick Ahmed would, would strike <laughs> you out are to say. curveballs in the dirt. Yeah, well, I mean, the Jordan Lawler's at bats at times didn't look too much better than that. But I'm just saying, like, that that was maybe a little bit of what the Diamondbacks did with Corbin Carroll, trying to use that same formula with Jordan Lawler, getting him that initial time at a major league level before he has his true rookie season. And hopefully we'll see him be able to adapt and have a better, you know, much better approaches at the plate than what we saw. But yeah, I mean, honestly, what you're saying isn't, I, I don't, I don't think this franchise, I don't think this front office is going to run things where anybody is going to be just anointed any position or anything. Like, especially no. if you have options left and you're not playing well, you're, there is a chance that you're not going to get much playing time and they would rather see you get those at bats in Reno than sitting on the bench here, at, you know, in, in Arizona. 
Yeah, it's just a different. It's just different this year. It's just different yeah. when you're entering a season yeah. where you're really trying to contend. You don't have the time to give some of those guys. And going back to Jordan Lawler, that's why. Yeah, I don't think it's a given that Jordan Lawler is even on the opening day roster. If he yeah. still needs some time to figure, I mean, the D-backs really rushed him through AAA and got him up to the big leagues toward the end of the 2023 season. They might want to send him back there to work to work on some things, get every day at bats before bringing him back to the majors. You wouldn't want to put him in a position where he's in over his head or anything. I mean, he's just turned 21 years old not that long ago. Uh, Blake Walston, Cogs mentioned in the chat. Another guy I, I could definitely yeah. see making his big league debut. That was my thought for sure. At some point, um, you know. But even there, I think there's still some, some pretty significant development to happen there. I, I wouldn't necessarily call that a guarantee not everybody is this guy let's not forget that i yeah. mean one of the reasons why there was so much and you're holding the corbin carroll oh yeah just so that for the audio only people the guy i'm talking about listeners uh is is corbin (laughs) carroll but uh and i say that because corbin carroll did make like part of the buzz was the fact that he went through the minor league system so quickly and was being called up and that caused a lot of heads to turn and say wow wait what is how is he up here already you know that they must really see something in him now not everybody is that, you know, not everybody's Corbin Carroll. So, um, most people are not, most people actually (laughs) are not believe it or not. All right. What else we got, Damon? Last question, uh, comes from Kevin Lundberg and Kevin asks, after seeing your chase field photo tweet from last week, what images do you think they should use for the outfield panels outside the stadium? Should they stick with stock baseball images or change it up? You know, the answer absolutely is not going to be stock baseball images when it comes to me. No, no. The Diamondbacks need to replace the panel images with images from their postseason run, right? What what are those images? Well, like it, like the ones that they use right now are are they going on like Getty images and searching <laughs> baseball and I'm then pretty getting sure like pretty take, generic yeah. stuff? Because that's kind of the vibe that yeah, I've always gotten. They're, is, they're kind generic, of nondescript. What's that? Oh, there it is. That's a good one. We are all witnesses. We are all witnesses. That's it. We are all witnesses. I would also like, if I'm being honest, uh, if we're on the Alec Thomas train, I would like the Alec Thomas planting the flag at Citizens Bank Park That'd as be a one good of one. the images. Uh, I would also like Corbin Carroll maybe uh, in the pool. Like an iconic Corbin Carroll wearing, you know, the there's snow enough goggles. enough photos from the Diamondbacks World Series run that you could pretty easily come up with some with some incredible stuff. Uh, Craig, <laughs> Craig Morgan's army. What is, what is that? What is happening? Right and now? I'm just, I refuse Craig, to not Craig, stop the Craig show <laughs> to take a picture of it. I think Craig Morgan a, just did the worm. Yeah, like he did the worm. Yeah, he literally he, he busted out the worm and rocked it the whole way down. It's pretty incredible. But there he is. There he is. All right. All right. I'll show you why. I was okay, he's it. getting bobbleheads. That's uh, fine. We'll allow it. Sorry to we'll interrupt the show. It. No, you're welcome here anytime. <laughs> I do appreciate Craig's willingness to do that. Yeah. To try to not. Yeah. To try to like, not. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. most people would have just waltzed in here and just grabbed what they needed. Most people would have just sacrificed <laughs> their set and been like, you know what? Those two fine gentlemen in there, they're busy. They're doing a show. I'm not going to bother them. Not Craig Morgan. <laughs> Craig Morgan army crawled his ass right onto our set without you guys even knowing had Jesse and I not revealed what was going on back here uh, and proceeded to just get the job done. And if that's not a metaphor for who Craig Morgan is, I don't know. That's fair. I don't know what is. But. Do you think if they went with the Alec Thomas planting the flag thing, 
Would you have concerns about the Philadelphia Phillies coming into town? Not being too happy about that. None. Pushing Bryce Harper's buttons a little bit. We've seen how that turns out. As a matter of fact, I want it to be a lenticular. I want it to be a lenticular image, Jesse, where as you pass by it, it actually moves and you get to see it standing the flag into the ground. That's that's the moment I want to see Bryce Harper be like, did they really put that? And then he moves. He's like, it moves. It fucking moves. Like, yeah, that's the moment where his head just explodes. And we're in his head now at that point. We're not just motivating him. We're in his head. Um, no, I think that there's definitely some iconic moments. I would put up because there's four panels, right? I yeah. would just put up a shot of the four home runs that we hit against the Dodgers oh, in game three. There you go. That's it. There just bang, go. bang. Bang and bang, and maybe Gabby gets two for the foul ball, and then yeah, Gabby gets run. like a little like a little split screen <laughs> action or something. There you go. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> we'll we'll get this figure out. We got it. We got it settled. But I we actually p- love the idea of Alec Thomas with his arms out as he's rounding first base. Yeah, Elise said it earlier. Yeah, but that is just a fire picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a that's good it. Picture. But I mean, I think I, I think we've seen that in the past where they put a lot of iconic images from the Diamondbacks World Series. You know, win. Uh, around the stadium why not this like why i want to see this i want to see these images even if they're not on the big panels let's do something but jesse's right stop with the clip art let's get some let's get some stuff well, let's get some I snakes think, up there something i think I'm just brandon saying. is right brandon said a couple of them are close-ups of the previous uniforms on a non-specific player ah. i think that i think that sounds right somehow i, I don't i'm there every, almost every single day for six months and i couldn't <laughs> and i have no recollection of exactly like. what it is but that sounds right that that does <laughs> that does click in my brain a little uh, bit so yeah it seems uh, like an odd choice it seems like there's an opportunity there to have something that stands out a little bit more yeah. from from the outside of the building. Well, not to not 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 to remind you guys that, I, that baseball's still far away. But even though it is still far away, you can make sure to get your tickets at game time. You can also get some amazing holiday uh, gifts that, for for your loved ones for concerts, events, and shows. All at game time. It's the place for last minute ticket deals. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the app today, create an account and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, well, we also have some other great gifts that you can uh, shop with, shop for, get for your loved ones, get for your friends and family. Uh, Shady Rays right now, of course, has uh, the best deal of the season exclusively for our listeners. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people, which means you can get somebody else a pair and you can get yourself a pair. Why not? Treat yourself this holiday season. It's an independent sunglass company with a world-class product. And, of course, we've talked about their lost and broken replacement plan quite a bit. But it is the craziest lost and broken replacement plan in all of eyewear. Uh, They told us that if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. They have your back long after your purchase, including online purchases where you can exchange or return your Shady Rays for for free within 30 days if you do not love them as much as they want you to love them. Shop their entire location here in town at Kierlin Commons. A full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. Also, Empire Today has been flooring the valley for so many years. And, of course, uh, that is the best place to check out to get your flooring in your home today. I know, I know, flooring is not the fun option around this time of the year. And maybe it's something to consider in 2024 when you start renovating your home, doing some of that uh, uh, spring cleaning, I guess you could say. Spring spring starts for us in, like, 
uh, the end of January. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't, we, we're from Arizona. I don't understand seasons, but uh, Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. And I do understand that. They do have copycats, but Empire Today can't be beat on quality, service, and speed. They also service their own warranties, which you're just not going to get everywhere else. Uh, and they are all about working uh, conveniently at home when it comes to choosing uh, what flooring you're interested in and, and seeing how it looks in your home. They do have their virtual floor designer, which is a great way to see how floors will look in your space. You can stay in your pajamas and see exactly what uh, new floors will look like in any room in your home. Check them out today. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive $350 off when they use promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. Well, that's all we got. We'll we'll, ba- we'll be back tomorrow. Of course, uh, I'll probably be a little bit more festive. Maybe, I don't know. I, I need some more holiday wear to uh, get ready for this weekend coming up. But uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This maniac next to me is at Jesse N. Friedman. Of course, uh, the people's producer is Damon behind the Mac. Uh, you can follow him at Damon's dog or Damon dog. That's Damon dog. We are Damon's dogs. Bark bark. Uh, but he is Damon dog and you can find him at D-A-W-G there at the end. Of course, our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs, but all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I think Brandon is right. I think there's six panels, not four. Oh, yeah. See, again, that's shows how much I so six, six pictures of Kevin Ginkle with his like triumphant off the mound celebrations. Yes. Yeah. That's it's just move, right? It's, it's like one of those flip books where it's just uh, as you look down, it's just him getting more and more. Yeah. Amped. Like the first one is him just kind of walking on the mound. And by the last one, it's just full on raw face. But uh, we we, the, the, we solve problems around here. That's what we do. But uh, we appreciate your time so much. We thank you guys for stopping by. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. At maybe at 1 p.m., pending if there's some sort of uh, press conference for Lourdes. Not sure if the Diamondbacks are going to announce that, but uh, we'll keep you posted if there is any change to schedule. But again, we thank you for stopping by today. We appreciate your time. We appreciate Cogs' time, Santa Cogs. uh, (laughs) And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you get bobbleheads as gifts at work.